Welcome to the A1 Podcast. It's your host, Asif Ali. I am joined today by NIU St. Francis record holder in terms of rushing yards in addition to current semi-pro and I believe uh, former pro, right? Uh, did, 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 I, I, I think you had a stint with some pro teams? No, I, I never played with any pro teams yet. Okay, not yet. Oh, not yet. See, there we go. Uh, you know, so so St. Francis and NIU stand out and uh, looking to, you know, get the protein. Mr. Dwayne Milton. Dwayne, how you doing today, brother? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me. 100%, man. So, yeah, you know, obviously, you know, we're chatting right before, you know, uh, the episode. Uh, did you have a good uh, weekend? For sure. Most definitely had a good weekend with my family. So, uh... Good stuff, good stuff. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, you know, MLK Day, obviously, you know, the holiday is one thing, but it's also kind of understanding what the significance of the holiday is, right, in these times. So, I mean, yeah, so most definitely. So, right, so we'll get right into it, man. I mean, uh, so you, are you from Chicago or are you from the suburbs? I'm originally from Chicago, but I play my, my high school ball out in the Rockford area. Rockford, okay. Yeah. So, did you go to Rockford, Rockford High School? Uh, I was at Harlem High School, and then, I mean, I did fairly decent there I, I really wasn't the featured the featured uh, player I mean I was I was a good role player at my high school but I wasn't the featured guy so coming out of high school I, I didn't really have a lot of looks and it's interesting you mentioned that actually yeah we can go back to even before that uh, before high school because um talk to me about was was football your first love or did you uh kind of get into it after you you know your first love didn't pan out as a sport no, nah, football was definitely my first love. I was uh, in Chicago playing Chicago Public League schools at CPS, fifth and sixth grade at the age of third grade with all my with all my young homies. Uh, so yeah, football. I've been playing football since kindergarten, and I, I haven't stopped until until now. Honestly, my last years of college was my last time playing football, but. I'm trying to keep going and, and playing the pros because, like you said, this this is my love, so I, I can't just stop now. 100%. No, you can't stop now, right? So it's good that you obviously started with the game, you know. I didn't start late, but you can see the results right here. I'm good. <laughs> so, but yeah, so pretty much, um, you know, obviously. And so, obviously, you went to Harlem High School. And kind of were you always, uh, were you always uh, a running back or was uh, what was your position? In high school, we had the spread offense. Mm-hmm. So I was more of a slot receiver in high school. I right. did a lot of jet sweeps and all of that stuff. So that's probably why I didn't touch the ball that much. They they thought I was too small to run in between the tackles. So <laughs> they, really, they really ain't put me back there at, at the running back spot. And we, we also had a, a, a pretty decent running back too. Um, and Kevin Witzick himself. So I, I can't really complain. I, like I said, I was, I was my role player. I was my, the role player on the team. And I, I ain't really complaining, and, and I really didn't know the the whole, you feel me, college aspect of things and how to get into college and and how to talk to coaches and how to recruit myself. So I, I wasn't really big on that stuff. So I, you know, I just knew I knew how to play football, and that was about it. So, so obviously, you know, you said um, you weren't heavily recruited. Uh, you didn't you didn't get the playing time that you wanted, right? So um, kind of. What was how 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 were you able to um, get into uh, St. Francis? Uh, we ended up actually playing, uh, you know, your college career. It's, it's a crazy story. Uh, I got a date back to like right after high school. Right after high school, I joined the military. Okay. Uh, went to the National Guard, 
and you feel me it was kind of just out out in my lane you know figuring out what I'm gonna do next since you know I ain't got no offers I ain't got no college scholarships I ain't got nothing like that so I got to figure out you know what's my next lane so you know as, as I was in basic training and I was with you know all the guys we were talking and writing letters and doing all that other stuff you know a conversation just came up about you know what I'm gonna do when I go back home because when I was in basic training I was with a bunch of active duty guys so they already knew where they was going they already knew they they duty station and everything but I was going back home and I didn't know what to do so shit one day it was just like you know I'm gonna play football at NIU and I was like you know I'm gonna stick to it I'm gonna keep going with it so shit, when I graduated basic training I went back home I think I had like a month left or two months left or something like that in order to sign up for classes and get get going for NIU so I, I just did that and signed up for classes and then shoot, I was I was calling. I, I let one season go by. I was going to all the games at NIU and I was like, man, I know I can play here. This is, you know, it's not nothing to it but but the game of football. So I was calling, calling everybody every day, just just to try to see if I can get some answers or something. And every time I called, they were like, Yeah, the coaches ain't talking to nobody during season. Uh, call back this time, call back this time. I was like, damn, I ain't gonna never get in there. And then one time I was just like, forget it. I'm gonna call one more time. I was in the dorms with my roommates and they were like, bro, just forget it, man. You're not going, you know, you're not gonna get it. Just forget it. So I call them. <laughs> I call in IU. One of the guys, one of the operation guys picked up and he was like, uh, talking to me. And I was like, uh, who can I talk to about, you know, walking on? And he gave me a name, he gave me an email address. And uh, yeah, shoot, the rest was history from that. And then, you know, they NIU gave me a shot to to try out. I did what I had to do, and then I was there for four years. And then come come my senior year, uh, the coach was just like, you know, I decided I'm not gonna bring you back for your senior year. So I was like, damn, you know, now what I'm gonna do? <laughs> all right, all right. I, mean, I was already graduating anyway, so I kind of figured it was coming anyway. So. I still had a couple of years of eligibility. And this is how I ended up at St. Francis. Another crazy story. They had, and now you had a, a football camp going on. My little, I, I took my little brother there so he can get some exposure. And uh, yeah, there was a bunch of coaches around and I was talking to some of the NIU players because, you know, they were all my homies. And I was, I was, I was talking to one of my homies, but at the same time, I was talking loud enough so that all the coaches around me can hear me. Right. And I, and I was like, shoot, uh, which one of these coaches need a running back? I can rush for 2,000. Easy. And the St. Francis coach turned around and was like, uh, what's your name? You know, and I was like, shoot, you can look up my film on YouTube. I got I got YouTube film from NIU practices. And shoot, a couple of days later, he called me and was like, I looked at your film. I like it. He's like, you can start here right away. I was like, shoot, I'm in the door. Man, so crazy. obviously, go ahead, sorry. No, I'm just saying, crazy story. Crazy story, you know, and kind of, um, you know, your story, it kind of harkens back to my story because I actually, because you took some time off before you got back into playing uh, from high school all the way, you know, to playing at uh, St. Francis uh, and NIU. Yeah. Um, so kind of, you know, with me, um, you know, I wasn't able to play in high school, but then I basically kind of decided to take kind of what you did, to do a tryout route at the JUCOs around here. 
um, you know, obviously not four year, right? Like like NY, NIU or St. Uh, Francis, but um, pretty much kind of, you know, the kind of, you know, like I said, call the coaches, just keep getting out there, you know, making sure that, you know, they understand that, you know, you're willing to work. And uh, basically, you know, just showing them your effort, you know, and your dedication and eventually landed me in San Jose City College uh, in 08, my freshman year, and then basically my sophomore year, landed me in West Valley where I got this boy. So, what you know is I mean? that? Uh, West Valley College, West Valley College out here in Saratoga uh, in the Bay Area. Yeah. yeah, appreciate it, bro. So, and obviously your story is amazing. So, I mean, um, obviously talk to me about what it was like working and walking on for the first time, uh, you know, at, uh, at, 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 at NIU or at St. Francis. What was it NIU, right? First? NIU. Yeah, yeah. NIU, right. Okay, I was talking about that. <laughs> Walking on, they I think I came in, they were doing spring spring ball, and they were already two weeks into into spring ball. Spring ball is only like a month. So the last two weeks, I actually got my opportunity. I had to learn the playbook, and uh, the spring game was coming up. And I, actually, I had to learn the playbook in two weeks before the spring game. So I was like, forget it. I'm going to learn the basic plays, learn what I need to do, and I'm going to just go and ball out. So the spring game came around. Uh, she, one, of, one of the running backs got hurt. Another running back got hurt. So that gave me more opportunities to carry the ball, more opportunities to, you know, get looks out there. Uh, my first spring game I came out, I ended, had the most most yards out of all the running backs uh, and ended, ended it there. And then the coach – he had his exit interviews and was like, um, I like what I saw, but I mean, uh, your time here was very short, you know, so you only been here for two weeks. So I, I still need to evaluate you or whatever. And I, so what he did was uh, he made me a gray shirt. Uh, when you gray shirt, so you don't, you, you basically just work out with the team. You're not on the roster, not, not part of the team, you're not nothing. You just, somebody who come in that coming in and you know want to play so he was like shoot i'm gonna I'm a gray shirt you if you um if you come to workouts every day if you if you show you consistent you show you determined you know i i, I keep your spot so shoot that's what i did i was up every day five in the morning doing 100 percent cleans and 100 percent squats and 100 percent power cleans every morning so i was I was like, man, that's what I got to do. And shoot, it actually helped me. It saved me throughout my whole college career. So, uh, yeah, everybody saw me. Everybody was like, man, you got you got some game, man. So, yeah, the rest was history after that, man. The rest was history, man. Absolutely. So, kind of, um, obviously, you know, you're able to kind of, you know, make the most opportunity, you know, trying out and working out and just committing to the program at NIU. Um, talk to me about kind of what it was like for you uh, after you'd finally earned your spot. And then, um, you know, obviously, you know, from going for a walk on to, I believe, what you earned a scholarship, right? Yeah, I, I did earn a scholarship. Like right. my so, okay. So, talk to me about the process, uh, you know, in between freshman year walk on and obviously Gracier and then all the way through, you know, uh, your, your, your your junior year when you, when you're in a scholarship. Uh, sure. I, I just had to keep working, man. Uh, I, every day in practice, I was on, I was on scout team, obviously, right. like my, first, my first couple of years there, but shoot. Every day, every day in practice, the starting defense hated me. They <laughs> Love absolutely, it. They absolutely hated me. Right. They they would come they would come to me before practice and be like, "Hey, bro, you need to you need to calm down." Like every, every like it'll it'll be one play, two plays, and then the third play out and broke an eighty yard run. 
or <laughs> one play, two play, here comes another ADR run, or the first play, here's another ADR run. So I mean, I I was I was at, at the point where I was making bets with people in the NIU NIU locker room talking about, uh, hey man, I bet you won't break an ADR run today. You know, I was racking up on people money because you know people were betting me and I was breaking these ADR runs. So it was it was it was that it was my gameplay, my consistency, through my leadership ability because the coach looked at me as a leader and. I came out with a bunch of energy all the time. And the coach came up to me, he was like, your energy is what leads people on this team. So when you have a negative day, everybody else have a negative day. So I need you to come out, like he was telling me, I need you to come out here on a positive note so you can have everybody else out here positive. And she'll come, come my junior year, he uh, brought me into his office and was like, yeah, I'm gonna put you on scholarship, uh, help you out a little bit. because." I was kind of struggling uh, financially, trying to trying to keep everything together, and he he helped me out a little bit. So it was it was a pretty surreal moment getting on scholarship because you know I I never expected it. I was already getting my tuition paid for from the military, so right. I, I really wasn't worried about scholarships or anything like that. But so but it was a surreal moment to actually get that acknowledgement to actually be on scholarship because of all all the hard work I put in. So. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I mean, it's kind of like a, uh, I guess a crowning ch- a moment or like kind of like a defining, yeah, a crowning achievement and like a defining moment, you oh, know, in your that, college career. Yeah. That, that and, and getting my first carry. I think, I think those are like the two highlight moments of my, of my college career. Like getting, getting my first carry in a big game and actually playing in a big game. So I was, I was messing the defense up so bad that, um, one of the grad assistants came to me and was like, "Yeah, man, I, I got, I got you. Go, go check the depth charts." And I, I checked the depth charts, and here I am on special teams, starting on every single one of them. So I was like, "Man, this, I appreciate it, man." So, but he was like, "Yeah, your, your hard work don't go unnoticed, man." And I was like, "Yeah." Hundred percent. Speaking of special teams, let me see if you can read that. Special team, yeah, that's what I was. I was told one time. I was, I was told that. Special teams is what gets you on the bus. Facts. And I wasn't worried about playing running back because I knew we had a bunch of running backs in our in our in our system. I wasn't playing. I wasn't worried about playing receiver because I knew we had a bunch of receivers, and I knew that wasn't my go-to anyway. Right. So I was like, this special teams thing is where I'm gonna be. I mean, I never was a returner, but I was on the field and I started all the big games. We played Nebraska. To, we played Nebraska in front of Nebraska and shut all 90,000 fans up there. That was a great experience. Yes, sir. Playing, playing in all the bowl games, starting in all the bowl games, man, it was a, it was a great experience, man. And obviously that experience, and obviously the ring I showed you was from the AIF. So we played, I guess, in maybe like 25, 30,000 max, you know, mainly around like 5, 10, 20 on, on like 15 maybe on, on, on a good day. So kind of, obviously, what was that experience like for you, right? You know, because, you know, um, uh, you know, obviously, for you going for a walk on and finally starting or getting, and uh, for you, and also, I also, also want to add this. You know, you mentioned that yeah, you weren't like a returner, like one of the flashy kind of you know special teams players, but you were always on the field. Like for yep. me, I was never a returner. I was a gunner. I was the up back on punt, and I was a jammer on return. You know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, as so you you obviously know those know those terms. So talk yeah. to me about kind of what your experience was like playing special teams, but also doing it at the big stage. So uh, on. 
I played, I started kickoff to start it off. And he had me at, he had me at the five position right next to the kicker. Right. Usually, usually if you ever look at the five position on, on any, you know, college, the NFL teams, those are deep defense alignment, linebacker guys, big guys that, that, that they won't running down the middle of the field. No, he had me running down the middle of the field. <laughs> he knew I was going to get down there first, and he knew I was, you know, I was going to make a play if need be. But yeah, it was. I mean, it was, I was on kick return. I was a block. I was the the front line on on kick return, and I was uh, like you said, I was a uh, a jammer on, on punt return, and I was uh, on the line on on punt. So, I mean, I I did it all. And like the experience of it was, it was great because again, I'm a reference back to Nebraska. When we went to Nebraska, they, they sell out every game. They sell out their stadium and the roar of the crowd is just insane. Like you can actually feel your feet rumbling on the stadium, on the, on the turf, but shoot, we, we shut them up though. So they ain't have much to cheer about, but I mean, it's, it's a great experience, man, playing on, Playing on all the different fields, going to San Diego, playing at the Chargers Stadium. Uh, we played at the White. They they turned the White Sox Stadium into a football field for us one time. Um, playing at the White Sox Stadium. I mean, it's a, it's a, a great experience, man. All the all the new jerseys we got, all the, all the hospitality we got. It's, it was a great experience. Hundred percent. You know, obviously, kind of. You know, the the because you know, it's a riveting experience, and I've had and I've also and I've had multiple. You know, former D one A, you know, FBS or CFP players on the show too, and uh, pretty much, you know, they all talked about the same thing. Like, I know Will Fatupu ended up playing in the NFL. He's like one of my best friends on the show, and uh, he played three years. He, he was a three straight, three time Pro Bowl with the Seahawks. Um, but basically, he played USC, and then he just I mean, he said his favorite moment was he went to Auburn, and then he basically like like the ball hits him in the face mask, and his coach is like, "Are you are you really in this game?" And he's like, "Coach, I got this." And then he had his best game, you know. Um, and uh, kind of like I'm sure that you felt the same way. And like from you, you mentioned kind of like you know, your first carry, first everything, right? For me, yeah. my 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 best moment was actually my first uh my first uh, uh tackle on special teams, you know, on, on kickoff, you know. And uh, like you said, game down the field first. And, uh, you know, I mean, similar to you, I mean, um, you know, obviously, like, you know, at all levels, you know, a special teamer. Um, maybe for you, I mean, at, at the current level you're at, you know, you're not, you're not playing special teams. You're playing, you're probably more of a primary, you know, offensive, you know, or, you know, defensive player. But, um, for, you know, obviously, like, you know, when you're at that level, we would, would be one athletes who are like, you know, borderline professional NFL players. People don't really understand and respect the value of special teams. Like you said, like, you know, it's how you get on the bus, right? And, you know, like you said, it's cleanup crew, so. Well, you want to talk to baby? <laughs> hey. Yeah. Hey, yeah, that is that is how you get on the bus though. And I, I've been tra- I was traveling ever since my, my sophomore year. Right. So even though my sophomore year, even though um, you know, I wasn't I wasn't the starter at the time, I was still able to travel. And and meanwhile, you got all of these other guys sitting back. I was still able to get the travel gear and I was still able to get the experience of of going to a different city or going to a different state, and it ain't ain't nothing better than that when you traveling to a football game with your teammates. Right? Everybody know that feeling, and everybody know how fun that is. So. Yeah, yeah. Not everybody knows knows that feeling though, right? Yeah, you're right. You're right. Exactly. So, but you know, you're right though. I mean, um, you know, obviously, you know, you and I we can share that, and yeah, I totally agree with you. It's just, it's an amazing feeling. Um. So obviously, um, after Nebraska. Uh, I, I mean, you guys play against obviously. Uh, you mentioned the big names of uh, universities and stadiums. 
Nebraska, San Diego, right? Um, and then also kind of, you know, um, I, obviously like your first carry and you know, your first uh, first time on special teams was like your greatest moment. I know the scholarship, right? So after, so after, so after your junior year and your junior season, and the coach does not bring you back for senior year, and you're about to graduate, right? And I guess actually, let me ask you this: What was it like trying to balance, you know, being active? Uh, were you active duty military or or you reserve? Reserve National Guard. National Guard. Okay. So talk to me about what it was like balancing that out, right? Because you still have to go, you know, uh, you know, occasionally, you know, out to the base and and you know, right, right, two weeks out uh-huh. of the year. Yeah, yeah. I was uh, one one weekend in the month, two weeks in the summer. Um, I. I was so thankful that like every, now I wouldn't say every weekend, but just about like when I had military work, when I had military work, uh, we didn't, we didn't have a game because usually um, NIU, they'll play like half their season on the weekends. And then like the final half would be like midday games, like Tuesday, Wednesday, Tuesday, Wednesday games. So I was fortunate that like May, my, out of out of my four years at NIU, maybe like one or two games fell on the same weekend that I had to go to drill. Right. And and my my military my military people, I was the first person to ever play Division One football in my in my in my company. So everybody was like, "Man, shoot, go ahead, go go play football." <laughs> yeah. So when it came down to it, um, when I had to choose between football and military. I would, I would, I always wanted to choose football because that was, you know, that was, that's my calling. So if I could get out of the military and go football, that's what I'm going to do. And so a lot, a lot of times, uh, shoot, they let me, they let me go. So I really didn't have a problem with, uh, with, with any interference with that. Um, another thing is like right before I was, uh, right before I joined NIU, the walk-on stage, uh, the coach had, in, head coach interviewed me with the running back coach and he was trying to act. Uh, asked me all these questions about the military just to just to try to find another reason that he didn't have to bring me on to his team because uh, <laughs> he was like he, I think he asked me a question about deployment and and I was like well my my, my unit just deployed in uh, 2009 at the time I think where it was 2014 right and, uh, he was like 2009 it's kind of it's kind of far isn't it and I was like yeah not for a, you know a national guard you know, unit, you know, that's, that's relatively soon. So, I mean, that's, and he, he was just keep trying to ask me questions. He's like, how often do you got to go? And I was telling him how often I had to go. And he's like, you think it'll fit, interfere with football? And I said, we'll, I said, we'll, we'll talk about it. We'll get to that stage when it comes. But I mean, they knew when I had to leave, they, 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 they accepted it. They knew it. Some, sometimes I had to leave during practice and they were like, all right, you cool. You still got your starting spot. Uh, whatever whatever uh so yeah i mean they both both sides accommodated it very well and i was i was very thankful about it so i can't really complain about that um i mean it was i would say it was tough because i had to balance school i had to balance military and i had to balance football all at the same time but uh, it was i mean something i wanted to do so i I mean it's something i had to do i had to get it done 100%, 100%, you know, and you obviously did that, you know, and, uh, you know, I mean, obviously, you know, I mean, I salute you for your service, you know, and, uh, you know, obviously it's, uh, it's amazing to hear that, you know, 100%.
So, um, you know, pretty much kind of now we get we get to the point, you know, you mentioned your coach, you know, was trying to find reasons to not bring you on. And now, you know, here we are junior year and uh, after your junior season, he's not going to bring you back for your senior year, right? Yeah. Talk to me. Talk to me about kind of your thought process at that point. Were you immediately starting to look for different schools to play at or were you kind of, you know, just still trying to evaluate, you know, what's your next step or next uh, So the year before that, I was already kind of flirting with transferring. Um, I wasn't really getting the playing time that I, I felt like I expected to. Um, I felt, cause I, like I said, I've been killing in a youth starting defense since I walked in there. So I felt like I needed, I, I was, you know, bound to get some type of reps and some type of, you know, reps at the running back position, but that just never happened. So like my junior year, I was kind of flirting with, um, transferring or whatever. And, um, uh, actually the running back coach at the time, he actually called, uh, St. Francis and because they, they got real close ties there and he called St. Francis and was like hey I got a running back here for you that can actually start right now for you guys and then I, I thought about it I, I, you know I had a, a few teams I had Quincy is a D2 school uh, in kind of southern Illinois uh, and, I, and I had St. Francis and I had uh, another school that was kind of looking at me but I, I didn't want to go too far because I really couldn't because of the military and, you know, at the same time, I was just like, yeah. So I really thought about it, and I just stayed my junior year. And she was the next, then that's when he put me on scholarship. And the next year, he was like, yeah, I am decided to not bring you back for your senior year. And I was like, uh, I mean, that's cool. Um, I was graduating anyways. I knew I had a couple years of eligibility left. So, like, afterwards, I was already, as soon as he said that, I was, I was really able to – email coaches and, and email teams and because I, I couldn't do that while I was on the roster. Right. So I was, I was actually kind of happy he did that at the same time so I can actually, you know, explore and, and and go around and see who actually, you know, wanted me. I already had film. I already had my film uh, collected up. So I was just sending it out to a whole, whole bunch of coaches. Uh, and uh, like I said before, I – I, I, I could have went somewhere. I could have, it was Montana. Montana is in uh, their D2 school. And he wanted me to come over there and play. But then I was like, I can't go too far because I still got my military obligations to go through. Right. So uh, St. Francis was kind of just, you know, the fit for me at the time because, you know, they were in talks with me. He knew that uh, he knew that I was in the military. He knew that I had military training, and he was still able to, you know, accommodate it. And that that's what really sold me to a bunch of to coaches, really, and 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 what sold me to NIU because the reason I, I decided to stay is because they 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 accommodated my military and football together. So I was like, you know, you guys you guys helped me out with that. So I'm not just gonna leave y'all right out, you know, right out the blue like that. So. And that's another thing when St. Francis accommodated my, my military schedule and everything, I was just like, all right, I can I can deal with it because you guys are helping me out. So I'm going to help you all out, basically. 100%, yeah. And, I mean, it was really cool kind of, you know, obviously, like when the school's able to do that for you, right? Because yeah. not many schools may be able to go ahead. Yeah, I, I'm disagreeing to you most definitely because uh, what, what really was a, a problem for me was over the summer, um, over the summer military, we do our two weeks of training and every year that, that week kind of bumped up. So it went to three weeks and then another year went to uh, a whole month somewhere. 
So usually around that time is when NIU would, would be starting their, their summer workouts. So I would miss, I would miss like the first couple of weeks of summer workouts. And then when I came back, I would be absolutely like not in football shape, not in weightlifting shape, not ready to do anything. And I would have to come back and they would already be halfway through, you know, their workout program and they would be doing <laughs> But the strength coach didn't care where, where I was or where they was. My numbers were the same as their numbers. So even though I was two weeks late, I still had to go in there and squat 300 pounds. I still had to go in there and clean 200 plus pounds. So it was, that was the only thing that was kind of, you know, hard for me because I would, I would go in and the summer workouts would absolutely destroy me because I was not physically conditioned for them. But uh, it came around and it worked out just fine for me. So definitely did, right? So now, yeah. So talk to me about the transition. Obviously, you know, you went you went from a big school like NIU to Saint to, to Saint Francis. You know, talk to me about that. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, let's let me see where I want to start. So, I mean, it's from big going from big school to small school. I mean, obviously, it's gonna be kind of tough. The only thing that was really tough about it was more so um, the lack of, I would say, equipment and resources that St. Francis had that NIU didn't have. Uh, the co coaching, I mean, NIU had a million coaches. St. Francis only had, like, their positional coaches. So, I mean, it, the, the transformation from that is a lot different, like, the – the uh, D1 level is more so hard-nosed and everybody has to be on the same page and er everything is so this way, this way, and this way. And then you get to St. Francis, the NAI level, and, and it's kind of more relaxed because it's, you know, not so many coaches down your throat and and there's only so much they can do with all eight coaches. But, I mean, I made the I made the best of my opportunity, made the best of what what was given to me, that's for sure. Right. You absolutely did. And, you know, obviously, and I appreciate you kind of talking about that because, you know, for me playing Juco, then going to arena, then playing semi-pro, which we'll get into in a bit because, you know, we both played semi-pro in Chicago. Yeah. Uh, you, uh, you know, it's, 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 it's definitely an adjustment, right? You know, yeah, so. Huge yeah. adjustment having to wash my, own, wash my own clothes after practice. So, I mean, <laughs> all of that stuff was a huge adjustment. But, I mean, it was you know, it, it molds you, man. It builds you into the kind of the person that you are, the character that you that you yes. get. And pretty much, you know, I think with that, obviously, um, you know, you, you're able to kind of take that and, you know, basically, you know, I, I feel like, you know, um, you're just able to kind of run with it. And so kind of talk to me about your first uh, your first season there at at St. Saint, at Saint Francis. So my first season, um, I was just coming back from a month long uh, military training. I think I had two weeks to prepare for the first game. Um, I had to learn the whole playbook. I had to get conditioned. Uh, I had to get football conditioned all, all in two weeks. Uh, and we, as a small NAI NAI school, the first the first game of the season was a D1 FCS opponent, Sacramento State. Ooh, uh, right here. 
Yeah, right off, like right off the bat, that was their first opponent. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, boy, like you guys are crazy. But anyways, uh, yeah, man, and football is football. And I just went out there, and I think the against Sac State, I had 14 carries for 90-something yards. I think it was like 94, 96 yards or something like that. Uh, yeah, we got shut out big time. I think it was like 55 to 7 was the final score. But shoot, I, I showed them I could play, and that's really what I, what I went out there to do. Uh, I showed them that I could play, and they was like, yeah, we know. From that film, they was like, all right, we, we know he can play. Uh, and then I started the rest of the games after that, and I ended up putting over 1,000, putting over 1,000 that year. Uh, it was, I was kind of, you know, cool being the feature back. Like I, I said, in high school, I wasn't the feature back. In college, I wasn't the feature back. Right. I mean, the only time I was the feature back was when I played CPS, elementary school ball. Yeah. So, now I, I come back, that, and that's the the same feeling that I got at St. Francis, that 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 elementary school vibe ball, and and shoot, that's how I went out there and played because I was a beast in elementary school, and so the first season I put up over a thousand, uh, I broke broke the the single season record. Um, I also broke uh, the single season for most yards in the game that that year. Uh, I had. 256, no, 249. Yeah, 249 against one team, and that was the most yards in the game. That was the first time I started breaking records there. Um, and then next year, next year, I I actually had an off season. And because I, I, was, I was done with the military, so I actually had an off season. Um, I was able to work out. I was able to you know, actually get into football and say before season even started, I was right. able to participate in fall camp, which I really haven't done. Um, and yeah, my, my last season at St. Francis, uh, I put up over 1400 yards. I led the nation. I led the nation in rushing. Uh, again, I broke, broke the single season record. Uh, I broke the single game record again. I had 316 one game actually I broke it twice in this I broke it twice the earlier in the season I had 256 against one team and then later in the season I had 316 against another team uh broke that record I broke the record for most touchdowns in the game with five uh sure man that was that's that's really what I wanted to do I wasn't really expecting to get too much notoriety from 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 NFL teams, from scouts, because it's an NAI school. It's very small. What I wanted to do was go in there and put my name on something. That's what I told a couple of the running backs at, at NIU. Uh, I was like, man, I just want to go there, put my name on something, break a few records, and, and you know, you know, be something. You know, I'm not just you know saying that I went to NIU and you know barely played. I I, want, I actually want to go and say, yeah, I went to St. Francis and I. I did this and I did that. And shoot, that's what I went there and did, man. I think I got, I think I got like half of their rushing records. Well, I got every, all but one of their rushing records and that's all time. And I was like 200, two, 300 yards short. And that's because, only because I played two seasons and uh, the guy who got it got, had played four seasons. So 
Right. And actually, yeah, I actually I actually pulled up your your St. Francis profile. Let me read some of this kind of you already adjusted these. You know, you uh, your first team all MSFA Midwest League selection. Two times. Two times. Broke USF's record for most rushing yards in the game. 249, like you mentioned, against Linda Wood. This is October 13, 2018. That's actually a week after I got this ring, the Chicago Falcons ring. Uh, we played in the conference championship game that year. So, yeah. Uh, and then, I mean, not comparable because obviously you're an AI, right? But so, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah I mean, but Bokyosis record for most of the yards in the game um, and against Linda Wood and single season, like you said, 1,089 yards. You're first to break that. Uh, ranked fifth in the MSFA as a 19th in NAIA. That means the entire nation total rushing yards, and while averaging 6.26 yards per carry. <laughs> Man, you see what I'm saying? I mean, uh, MSFA uh, Midwest League Offense Player of the Week uh, recorded four. This is recorded four games with at least 100 yards and scored five rushing touchdowns. How do you? Bro, I mean, I don't even care what level you're at, bro. That that's that's a that's that's just like, bro, you beast mode. You're like, fuckers, like we out here, baby. You know what I'm saying? That was like I said, two weeks of off season training, man. I ain't even right. have a full full off season, and that's why next year, next year the numbers doubled that because I actually had an off season training, and I was able to double the numbers. So. And, and pretty much with that conditioning, kind of, was there anything that you did differently during your off-season training versus what you did at NIU that, that you think may it kind of contributed to your success? Uh, working on my own. Uh, mm. I mean, I'm talking about, I was, I used to work an overnight shift. Or, um, I used to work a security job from 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. I would go home, go to sleep. And when I woke up at like 2 o'clock in the morning, I was at the field. It was out two o'clock in the afternoon, three o'clock in the afternoon. When I woke up, I was at the field. I was working. I was getting my feet together. I was getting my speed together. Fall camp come around. Uh, I, I pushed myself every conditioning drill. I made sure I was number one. Made sure I was winning every conditioning drill. Uh, after practice, I ran. After practice, I did more gassers. I did more hundred yard sprints. Uh, so it was basically more individual work uh, that actually got me that way. And like the year, like that first year I was at NIU, they used to call I'm not NIU at St. Francis. They used to call me um, 37 because I couldn't I couldn't break a run over 37 yards. <laughs> I, I would get caught. Like I I didn't have it, the the stamina to to break any long runs, and they they called me Mr. 37. I I think my longest run that whole year was 37 yards. So. And then to come next year, here I am breaking 80 yarders, 70 yarders, and 60 yarders, and 90 yarders. So the, the work that you put in yourself is it's really what's going to make you go that much uh, longer and that much better. See, actually, let me read this. This is actually from your sophomore year, uh, you know, after near the end of the soft season back 2019. So University of St. Francis senior running back Dwayne Milton. This is what I'm reading right here. You probably recent that, right? Yeah. University running back St. Francis running back Dwayne Milton, senior uh, uh, McKenzie Park, Illinois, of the University of St. Francis football team, has been named to the 2019 American Football Coaches Association NAIA Coaches All America Honorable Mention team as of Thursday, December 5th. The AFCA, well, the AFCA selected an All America team since 1945. And currently selects teams in all five of his divisions where the coach is picking teams. Milton was one of five running backs, so of five, to achieve AFCA, NAIA, All-American, honorable mention accolades. So this fall, uh, Milton established a USF 
St. Francis single-season rushing record with 1,475 yards and 13 touchdowns on 245 carries in 11 games. Milton, a 2019 Mid-States Football Association Midwest League first-team pick, was a three-time September 17th, September 30th, and November 4th MSFA Midwest League's Offensive Player of the Week selection. He accumulated seven 100-yard-plus games rushing performances this, this season, highlighted by USF record 316 yards and four touchdowns in a 49-34 conference home victory against, against Missouri Basketballs on November 2nd. Milton also set a school mark with 1,568 all-purpose yards on the season. And then basically, you know, Milton currently ranks third amongst uh, the 2019 NAI rushing leaders with 1,470 yards, while his 132.5 yards per game on the ground represents the fourth best average in the NAIA. He ranks eighth nationally in all, both all-purpose yards, 1,568 yards, and all-purpose yards per game with 142.5. Uh, Milton, a transfer from NCAA Division I NAIU, NIU, led the MSFA Midwest League in both rushing and scoring points, 84 points this season, while ranking in rushing yards, second in rushing yards per contest, all-purpose yards, all-purpose yards per game. Milton concluded his two-year uh, St. Francis career, ranked second amongst the programs of career rushing leaders with 2,546 total and accumulated a school fifth most 18 career rushing touchdowns. <laughs> I mean, man. Not it's even hey, Zeke. Right? Not even full two years of work, man. I think I played 21 games total, over 2,500 yards. Right. And, but, you know, obviously, just, you know, kind of what does that mean to you? Like, I mean, kind of, you know, like you said, like, you know, like, I, I mean, you kind of alluded to it. See, for me, I knew I would never get into the NFL because I hadn't played in high school and I knew my limitations as an athlete. For me, playing Juco, even getting a pro arena contract and then basically even playing semi-pro where I got this jersey, my last jersey, my all-star game, was pretty much my, um, was pretty much my pinnacle, right, as, as an athlete. Um, talk to me about that because obviously you and actually we'll get into the NFL prospect part in a bit because you now we're going to segue to that because we, we're about to wrap up the St. Francis career. But talk to me about kind of you know you what was your most what was your what was your most memorable uh you because you had a yeah you, know, you had a bunch of memorable moments right from St. Yeah, Francis. Um, Good. I would say my two top memorable moments was uh the the first time I think we played Lawrence Tech College there in Michigan. Huh. I, I had two fifty against them, two fifty six or something. But I had a uh, it was two plays where I went one for 60 and one for 83, and it was the first play of the drive, both of them. Uh, and, yeah, it was an 83-yard touchdown run. I, I, You know, like I said, everybody was calling me Mr. 37. So to break an 83-yard touchdown run, I was like, yeah, now what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, and then that one, and then the game where I had over 300 yards rushing, man, and four touchdowns. Not a lot of running backs can say they put up 300 yards in one game, man. So I'm going to forever hold and cherish that one. So. Right. You know, averaging oh. 10 yards a pop that game. So 100%, man. 10 yards a pop, bro. Like, that's just insane. <laughs> you know? So, I mean, every time you touch the ball, you know, I mean, that's just unheard of. So now, obviously, at this point, you're basically become a uh, NFL draft prospect. I mean, it's an article right here from Draft Diamonds. Yeah. Yeah, and then basically you got an interview uh, with this uh, with the who is this? Jimmy Williams of NFL Draft Diamonds. Talk to me about that. Uh, yeah, he he reached out to me um, on Twitter, and he was like, "Man, I, 
I saw I saw your film. I have my Twitter. I have my uh, film posted on my Twitter. I said I saw your film. He just wanted to interview me so I could get more exposure, uh, get more more people looking at my name or whatever. Since I'm from a small school, that's what drive diamonds like to do. They like to take small school guys and and like to boost their name up a little bit. So uh, he sent me some interview questions. Uh, you know, I answered them. Uh, it actually it actually kind of helped me out because a lot of a lot of those guys that do that do those questions and do a bunch of podcasts and a lot of stuff, they were actually uh, they were actually hitting me up and I did I did a few podcasts, I did a few interviews. Um, it actually got me into uh, connections with uh, I, I don't know if you ever heard it's it's called the College Gridiron Showcase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's in Fort Worth, Texas. Is that it actually got me in the door with that one. Uh, nice. And uh, I did an I did another Senior Bowl. Uh, it was the Pigskin All Star. Uh, I did that one. That was in Mobile, Alabama. And yeah, that actually got me more exposure. They had a you know, more scouts there. So, I mean, scouts when they come out, they they know who they look. They know who they want to look for. I mean, I I went to the College Gridiron Showcase, and again, I balled out there too. Probably the only running back to score to score. Two. In our scrimmage that we played, uh, but they, like I said, they all they already got the guys that they wanna they, that they wanna talk to and they wanna they wanna interview. So I mean, it was it was good to go out there and get exposure or whatever. But I mean, it, they already had big guys. Yeah, and that's the thing, you know, when you kind of have that feeling they already have their guys, and I felt that when I went to SaberCats tryout in 2010. It's like, ugh, like you know, yeah. like. Yeah, go ahead. No, no, I'm just I'm agreeing with you. Like I said, man, they, they when they want their guys and they when they got their guys and they know who they who they want, it's they kind of look over the good talent, all everything that's you know that's really there. Cause like I said, I was balling on them boys. There ain't no way nobody should have came up to me. I was like, oh, you were you were number twenty, or you were you were doing that. You're the one that had the long touchdown run, or you the one that had the other touchdown run. Like there's no way that like that's. That's the type of stuff, like, if I was a scout, like, that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for people, playmakers that's going to score, you know, people that's going to make big plays. I ain't looking for size or whatever. That's that's really what they look for. They look for the size so they, they can make those guys into playmakers instead of instead of getting playmakers that's already there. Big facts. Big facts, you know. And I, and I think, obviously, like, you know, even though you're, you, weren't, you weren't the biggest, you, were still, you still had the most impact, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, pretty much for me, I mean, obviously, for, I, I can resonate with your story because I also wasn't a big guy. You know, I mean, for me, I was like, you know, I was undersized. You know, that's why they put me on special teams and I had to put on weight, you know, and it was a great humbling experience for me, you know. So, I mean, I, I, th- I think I think the point of me kind of saying that is that, um, you know, I mean, since, since since I share that struggle of kind of being overlooked because of my size or anything like that, it's just like I've seen so many guys either on this show. Who I, or guys who I played with either at Juco or an arena or wherever who either were talented enough to get the NFL, right? And basically had the talent, but whatever reason, whether it be politics, connections, something along the way, it, it, it just it didn't pan out. And I mean, one of the guests on the show, he actually basically said this. He said, just because you're in the NFL doesn't mean that, you know, that, that, that you're the best. You know what I mean? Yeah, everybody's feel- the best. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So... You know, I mean, I feel like, you know, with your story, I mean, it seems like, you know, you probably, and even now, and uh, now obviously you're playing, you're playing semi-pro, right? Yeah, I'm playing with the Illinois Cowboys. 
No, no Cowboys. Okay, cool, cool. So, I mean, talk to me about kind of <laughs> that transition because, you know, for me, some place that going from Juco to Arena to Semi-Pro, it was just a little bit of a it kind of kind of kind of kind of a big adjustment. <laughs> but, you know, obviously, you know, I mean, so to talk about, about kind of your uh, your impression, your experience. Uh, I've been playing Semi-Pro since what, like 2017, I think I started with the Rock County Rage. Um, but they were it was it was more of a conditioning thing for me. It's not because 20, when I first started, I was still in the military. So I, I would like miss half the season because it was over the summer and I had to do uh, my military training over the, over the summer. So I would miss half the season, like the first couple of years. Uh, this year was the only, only uh, time that I was able to play a full season uh, with the Illinois Cowboys. Uh, like I said, it, it's, it's still just a, a conditioning thing. Uh, a lot of those guys take it super serious. Uh, I mean, when I go out there and ball, I, I take it super serious because, you know, the, the moment you don't take it serious is the moment you get hurt. Um, but it, it's not it's not something I'm looking to do in the long run. I'm looking to collect some film, uh, show show people that I, I still got it and I can still do it no matter who I'm playing against. Uh, so that's that's the reason I do similar. Bro. I mean, it's, it's a great way to stay at the football. Uh, like right now, it's, that's basically all I got right now is semi pro because I ain't got no, I ain't got no, uh, no pro contracts, no pro, none of that, no, not even no pro looks yet. So uh, semi pro is 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 my pro right now. So. And it's interesting you mentioned that because uh, you know one of the first guests I had on the show, Darius Prince, um, he's my age, so we're both thirty. Um, he basically um, he used semi pro as a vehicle um, to get to the NAL. And they used the NAL to get to the AFL. And they won a Renable MVP with the Soul. And he won, and he won the, and, and he was a Renable, so a Renable, and a Renable 30, and Renable 30 MVP. And they got on the Eagles Pack Squad. So, you know, I mean, his story is pretty much kind of like the blueprint, I feel like, you know, for anyone who's in the situation like you are, where, like, you know, you are good enough, you know, you do have the resume to justify why you deserve a, at least at, at minimum a look, you know, from, from the program. <laughs> yeah, you know. Tryout, man. I know. Like, that, that's what I was hoping at NIU. You just give me a tryout. I'm, I'm gonna show you why I should be here. Fact. And even, even if you at the pro level, you give me a, a pro level tryout. Um, I will show you why I should be here. Uh, going, going back to that, we had. I did. I did my senior pro day at NIU. Um, I, I had pretty good numbers there. I came out with the, the fastest forty time there. Uh, good vertical jump, good broad jump, 17 reps on the bench press at my weight. Uh, I mean, good numbers. So, I mean, I, every, every time I've given a, been given the opportunity to show I could play somewhere, I've, I've excelled at it. Right, right. And I mean, that's kind of, and, and the pro day is pretty much kind of the, the hallmark as to kind of, it, 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 it's, it's what will either build you or break you in terms of confidence, in my opinion. Because yeah, if your numbers are good. I, I think part of it, part of it did kind of break me. But at the same time, another part of it was the pandemic. Because right after the pro day, the pandemic started. So I was right. like, the hell. But yeah, it was it's kind of a uh, like a damn like I didn't I didn't talk to any scouts, no scouts reached out to me, and I'm like, man, I I know I did good, I know, and then all of these articles come out, and all of these articles are like, oh, stand out, Dwayne Milton did this, oh, stand out, Dwayne Milton did this, I'm like, 
So why did I get talked to by anybody? I mean, but I mean, I'm still going, man. I ain't, I ain't broken down yet, man. I'm still going. No, you still go, baby. You, you go 110%. And, you know, obviously, like, you know, I mean, um, like you said, you've been on Bot's podcast, and now you're on another one. You know what I mean? So it's, it's a sign of – Again, yeah. I appreciate you having me, man. 100%, man. No, 100%, brother. I mean, because, I mean, I think kind of, like I said, you know, the show, this show specifically is, is aimed at, I mean, we've had, obviously, I mean, if you look at the guest list, you'll see who I, I mean, I've had Super Bowl champions. I have, you know, I, I mean, I'm not going to brag. You know, you can go look at my Facebook page and see who I've had, right? But essentially, kind of the point of this is also primarily for, guys, for athletes on like you who are on the cusp. You're on the cusp. You know what I mean? You're right there. You're, like, you're literally... You know what I mean? And obviously, like you said, the pandemic hit. It's just these these series of events transpired that inhibited your pop, or your your opportunity. Yeah. You know? I mean, I'm sure that with the pandemic, they're not bringing as many guys into camp as much as they would, you know, pre, uh, pre-pandemic, you know? That's exactly what it was, too. Right. So obviously, like, you know, from me, me playing, me playing arena, me, me, me playing arena, you know, me saw basically being a former pro. I know this. Right. Me, me playing, me knowing guys, obviously, who play in the NFL. I know this. Right. You know this because you lived yeah. it just now. Right. And I mean, I think I think it's an important point to drive home. You know, obviously, if any, any NFL scouts are listening to this podcast or whoever's out there listening who has a connection, man, you know, Dwayne Milton, bro. Hey, man, give, give, give him a shout. You know what I'm saying? So got numbers for it. Got the film for it. Whatever you need, I can I can show it to you and prove it to you. <laughs> big facts, big facts. You know, um, actually, yeah. I mean, I'm not sure if you're open indoor, but I mean, there's a there's there's a team down in, in Texas called the Austin Wild. Uh, one of my boys actually had a trial, I think, yesterday or a couple of days ago. Anyway, uh, at, at this point, I wasn't really uh, big on the, on the indoor. I play I play one indoor game, and I just didn't like the the, the atmosphere of it, the the space of it. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, if I, if I were I, that was that was just a makeshift team that was put together and you know and it, was, it wasn't it wasn't really like a professional we right do something but right. man I, at this point I could play some I could play some indoor football because I I know I can play football and, that, and that's just what I want to do play some football so if it's if it's indoor come with it if it's, if it's outdoor come with it anything any anything that's gonna give me paid to play some ball, man. <laughs> Bingo. You know, we got to get Dwayne Milton some money. You know, we call him Money Man next time he's on the show. <laughs> so, 100%, you know, I mean, um, yeah. I mean, you know, anyone from the Austin Wild, I know, I know Gabriel Martinez. Uh, are you familiar with Gabriel Martinez? He's a coach uh, with uh, with the West Texas Warbirds. CIF team. Okay. I would have to, I would have to look and see, but the name sounds familiar. Right, right, yeah. He's also a guest of the show, so you know maybe we can connect you with him afterwards. And uh, yeah, you know, pretty much, you know, that's how we do it, man. We gotta just get, you know, get you, get you, get you, get you tune, get you, you know, what I mean. What? That's it. That's all. That's it. Yes, sir. All right. Any closing thoughts? Any parting thoughts, Mr. Milton? I apologize for being late, <laughs> but talk to me about kind of, you know, obviously, you know, your what are your goals for 2021. Um, yeah. Just to talk about that. So, uh, my closing remarks, I would say anybody uh, in my position, man, keep going, man. Keep striving. Something's going to come up eventually uh, like it always does. And my situation is I've, I've been in this situation plenty of times, but it's been on different situations, you know, and, and right. something, something positive has came out of it. So uh, if y'all on this, if y'all in this, this, this little debacle, this funk, whatever you want to call it, Hey, it's only it's only a season. It's gonna go through. Um, 
my goals for 2021, man, is I'm 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 gonna try to find try to find a team to play for, man. At, at least talk to somebody, or at least at least get out there, um, finish t- keep taking care of my daughter. Uh, that's about it, man. That's about it at all. And talk about the joys of being a father, man. You know, obviously, you know, you're trying to pursue this dream while you know you have a family. Talk about that. It, it, it's amazing, man. It's it's a blessing. My daughter, she brightens my day every day. Um, on on the on the other end of it, it is kind of hard. It is it is hard when you're when you're babysitting all day to to <laughs> right to, to find some energy to go to the gym or to to find some energy to go to the football field and throw football around uh, or to do this and do that. Uh, she drains a lot of energy up out of me, but I wouldn't I wouldn't have it no other way though. So. 100%, man, 100%. You know, obviously being a father could be is the most rewarding thing, right? And, uh, you know, it's, it's just, it's amazing when I can see, you know, you, you saw you have a family, you have a daughter. And that's funny because Darius Prince, you know, DP, man, shout out my boy DP. You know, he's a regular on the show. Welcome back on next week. Uh, he, uh, he he said he did everything for his daughter. He did all for his daughter. He just wanted to provide the best life for her, you know? And I'm sure, I'm sure you're, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I said, that's, that's what I want to do, man. Provide the best life for her, man. I, Growing up, like I was in the the, the hood of Chicago, like I, I wouldn't say I, I had the best life, but it was it, it got me to where I'm at now. Mm-hmm. It was my mom. My mom made the best of it, and I and uh, I don't I don't want to have to say that I tried to make the best for my kid. I, I want my kid, you know, to have the best, you know. A hundred percent, you know, and I, and I think that you know, uh, you know, hopefully, you know, uh, you know, we'll see. Next time you come on the show, you'll be uh, making the big the big bucks on the big stage. And then you'll be like, all right, we did it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're definitely here for me again, man. And, and it'll be positive on, on, on some type of football stuff. Bingo, man. Hey, it's positive right now. You know, obviously, like, you know, just appreciate the grind. And obviously, like, you know, it's not about the destination, it's the journey, you know. But ultimately, like you said, yes, it will be more positive next time you're back on. So Most definitely, man. That's the truth. Most definitely. Most again. Uh, Dwayne, man, hey, appreciate you having me on, brother. You know, people, if, if people want to follow you, get, you know, drop them, drop those social media links. Uh, Instagram is Dwayne Milton, man. Facebook is Dwayne Milton. Everything is Dwayne Milton, basically. Uh, you can all, all my links to, uh, to film is on there. You can go to YouTube and search Dwayne Milton. It's going to pop right up. I got two films on there. One from NIU and one from St. Francis. Make sure y'all check them both out because they both got some magical stuff on them. Big time, big time, man. I'm definitely going to check it out too just because, you know, I'm because a special teams guy, I want to see that, you know what I mean? And uh, and I love that. So, you know, I mean, that, that's what I live for. But also, obviously, you know, being NAIA all-time little lean rusher, you know, probably, you know, you'll probably get inducted to the St. Francis Hall of Fame if they have one. Uh, yeah. Yeah, go ahead. That's, that, that's another thing that would be on my name, man. I got. I, I'm already a part of their all decade team. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Like I said, I wanted to put my name on something, and when I say I'm gonna do something, I'm gonna do it. We already know, man. We already know. You know, all work, baby. You know, all love and blessings, baby. So you know what? Hey, man, I'm looking forward to it, brother. You know, yeah. Next time you're back on, you know, on, on this football shit, bro, you're gonna be fucking shit up, <laughs> big time. Most so definitely. most definitely. Dwayne, hey, appreciate you, brother, man. Have a great rest of the day. Stay blessed. Looking forward to, you know, your next steps. And, you know, we'll, talk. we'll be in touch. You as well, man. Thank you for having me again. I appreciate it. 100%, brother. All right, take care. Yep.